0: So we're continuing our series around this idea of the the victim and the victor and what it means that there is no middle ground, that as societies develop, you're either helping that society move forward or not. And one of the most dangerous ways that I see society um, thinking it's moving forward that's seeping into organizations or people I work and consult with uh, is a mentality that's very dangerous. And we're going to cover that in these, these episodes, different angles of it. And what I want to dive into in this one is how to hold and grow your character in a time of great change to, to not fall trapped to the victim culture. Um, I want to read to you a quote from Balthazar Gratian. I'm sure I said that wrong. And um, I think he was a Jesuit priest hundreds of years ago. But he says this, More things have been achieved by slyness than by force. And the wise have more often defeated the brave and powerful than vice versa. And it's just this idea that Sightshift is really dedicated to how to help people become their most strategic, courageous, we can call it cunning, proactive, brilliant self, and be safe, trustworthy, kind with the power. Courageous, kind leaders. And so one of the things that we're constantly doing in in developing content and speaking places and training for this is giving people ways to think about processing their experiences in their lives. And so what I want to do is just walk you through real quick the three characteristics uh, that I've come to over and over and over as the uh, dominating character traits that uh, exemplify courageous and kind leaders um, I've thought about this in terms of like, what would be the most important lessons I would want my children to learn? Like, that's like such a test, right? I loved the time that I was in the academy. Um, and whether it was completing advanced schooling and advanced degrees or being, you know, a professor for a while, I loved the time that I was in the academy and the the impact of that, but I didn't like, how myopic research can be. So you can read a million different studies that say a million different things because they're not aware of all the causes impacting studies. And so one of the reasons that I like being in business, it's, it's got to be relevant. I've got to be able to stand up and talk in front of crowds, and it needs to increase revenue. And I'm going to try to work in deep philosophical conversations and have entertaining stories. People are going to laugh like crazy and, and impact serious uh, change in their lives. But, but it's got to have a quick street level. So whenever I'm talking to you about content, I'm going to say this uh, for one of these episodes on this Victim Victor thing that we're doing. You know, it's, it's always from a lot of places. Yes, it's from, I, w- I want to have the precision and accuracy of the academy, but I want it to have the street-level passion practitioner of uh, of business and what it means to, to be in that place of let's show the relevance. But then I also bring this quality to it that I look at and I go, okay, what would be the most important things I would hope for my kids to learn? And not that I can figure that out perfectly, but if you're ever – trying to put together content for something. And you have like a lot of different lenses you look through. And whenever something aligns across multiple fields, and I'm always trying to study like current leadership stuff and psychology and just be aware, uh, when that alignment happens and you see something emerge, ah, we have a pattern here. I see it in people's lives, I see it in studying, I see it in here and here and here. And so here's a pattern that I've seen of, of the character traits that exemplify someone who can lead and be at their best, courageous and kind leader, especially in the midst of a, a victim culture. So I'm gonna walk through these three character traits. This is just a short, brief episode because these three character traits are so important to me. One of the things that I'm gonna be doing with our certified coaches is, you know, we have the transfer of skill that's already in place. I wanna make sure as people they stay on the path from a character standpoint, ever growing and deepening their ability to be courageous and kind leaders. And these are going to be the three benchmarks that we'll use and we'll, we'll want to keep, you know, hot in their hearts and minds. If you lead an organization or a team, just know that you've got to pick what are those few markers of your culture code and burn those hot over and over and over. So that's the goal here. So first mark, we'll call it a a character mark of a person in a culture of great change that is at their best as a courageous and kind leader. Number one, humility to bring the truth. I don't live perfectly humility. And then let me define humility to bring truth. I don't live perfectly. Um, (laughs) I love, 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 But love is nebulous. You say, well, truth is nebulous too, right? I mean, what is truth? Your truth is your truth. Well, this is the dangerous thing about the times in which we live. There was a thought in postmodernism that said all interpretations are valid. Well, all interpretations might be valid, but there is an interpretation. And I think about this like with a Soundgarden or a Pearl Jam song. You know, there's a million different ways you can listen to that song and be inspired. And you can look at all the experiences people had interpreting it, but they meant something by it. Well, usually, sometimes it's just being silly with the song or having fun or just being crazy. But the idea is there is an interpretation there. And, and so what I would say to you is your ability to understand That you are almost always consuming someone else's interpretation is of paramount importance to your growth. And you wanna learn to interpret for yourself. And you can interpret well for yourself what is truth when you run through these three character traits I'm gonna give you. And the first one is humility. I can believe in a value, I can champion a value that I might not live perfectly. I always think about this with Thomas Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson did an amazing job helping pioneer our country. And he had an amazing idea that all men are created equal. Now, the reason this is an amazing idea, because this establishes individual rights. And I'm going to talk more about this in another episode. But the great battle of our day is understanding that a healthy individual builds a healthy collective a healthy me makes a healthy we and we are in a current time and era where the thought is no we've got to get the collectivism before the individual no no that's never going to work we've got to understand that that always leads to dangerous places it leads to maniac dictatorial leaders that are going to hurt people whether it's the millions of people killed in the bloodiest century this planet's experienced last century or it's just a bad leader that ruins your life so we want to understand that thomas jefferson had a great idea and he meant um, that people are equal uh, that white males are equal well that was an amazing idea because at the time there was a thought that aristocratic white males are better than other white males no white males are equal now he could have been clued into a number of ideas that emerged uh, a couple thousand years before that that um you know all people are equal but hey it takes society time so it doesn't mean that we excuse his behavior but we explain it he lived in a time that he lived in he was in a way hypocritical because he did not champion the value fully right and we know about some darkness in his life however he championed the value and so what's going to happen right now is society is in great change what we're trying to figure out is what does it mean to, to live a value, to live it perfectly or to live it at least consistently. Nobody's going to live it perfectly. Well, it takes humility to speak vision, to move forward and say, I'm going to bring truth that I, may, that I may not live perfectly. I, take all these podcast episodes I have here. Take all the content at the thesiteshiftacademy.com. I don't live all that perfectly. I aim to live it out. I'm still going to shed light on it and bring truth. And that takes a humility. A lot of people confuse humility. Humility means I understand I don't live this perfectly. I'm not asking you to put me on a pedestal. I don't want to be put on a pedestal. In fact, I'm going to deconstruct that pedestal and share where I don't always live this out like I'd like to. But in humility, I will bring this truth that I don't live perfectly. And for me, it's the message of secure identity, right? That's the message I'm bringing. And this is the mark of a person in a time of great change that can help hold the ground they've taken in their lives the ground that society's taken and continue to advance so one of the things that i like to get people to think about is yeah i'm all for let's have your relaxed chill vibes of love man yeah but can you bring the truth that you may not live perfectly um that's that's for me the pinnacle of love. Um it's a lot of other things, but if if the people that are my closest friends can't bring the truth of who they are, of who I'm being to them, of what this moment is about to them, right? It's it's their truth. We're stuck. So That is the starting point. And you know, you're surrounded by two types of people. There are those who want to empower you to take your path. I've shared this with you before. They want you to conform to their vision for you. And then there are those who want you to be developed, who want you to learn who you are. They're humble. They're ready to bring truth, but they want you to be able to learn to make your own interpretation that's going to help you grow. Does it serve you in advancing your life. You say, but it's not just about my life. It's about others. Yeah. We're going to get to that in a second. I've talked a ton in different episodes about the difference between empowering leaders, uh, leaders that, you know, know how to help people transcend the current circumstances that we're in basic drives, the threats of power. The empowering leader helps the individual find who they are and live from a secure core. Right. Um, and, and Empowering leaders know their motives, they have good motives, and they're crazy strategic on the foundation of those motives. And you want to be that empowering leader. How are you going to be that? It starts with humility. It continues with what's it mean to bring truth imperfectly? It means you're going to not always be accepted for your truth, you're going to be resisted when you start to escape maybe the cultural norms of your upbringing and you make different choices than uh, what loved ones around you would like, you're going to be resisted. When you try to do something that actually makes the impact that you want to see in the world, creatively you're trying to make some change, you're going to be resisted. When I think about like what does it look like to, you know, turn around something. And I work with leaders that are either advancing an organization or bringing a turnaround to their organization. You, you've got to have grit. That's the second character trait um, that's most essential in a time of great change. Grit. You've got to have humility to bring the truth you may not live perfectly in your identity. You've got to have grit to not tolerate or avoid in your mission. You've got to have humility that there's no proving or hiding, you bring the truth, you live in perfectly. You've got to have grit that there's no tolerating or avoiding. And here's the way I would say grit. You grow your influence. So humility, I bring the truth I live imperfectly to grow my influence. This is grit. I mean, this is the thing that we don't want to shy away from. This is the thing that we need in the world today. Evil doesn't mean you try to grow your influence. And there are people that stupidly think that. There are people that have, uh, just like you know, Freud is like, all the problems are because of sex. Marx, all the problems are because of economy and money. There have been people in this modern era that have said, all the problems are because of power. And it's none of those three. Neither of None of those are the main issue. Of course, you know my take on that. The main issue is the identity search that we're on but if you're not careful you will at different points in your life be aligned to an institution that wants you to be codependent on them so that can be a company that can be that can be a marriage that can be a religious expression right all of these things happen and what does it look like for you to follow your mission it means you're going to have to be willing to grow your influence even in places that aren't going to fully understand you. Now, for those of you that are layered in big uh, corporations with lots of bureaucracy and red tape, are you being flippant or foolish with this? Absolutely not. But hopefully you're waking up and going to a meeting and going, all right, I'm going to bring truth I live in perfectly, the right way at the right time, and I'm going to seek to grow my influence. Somebody that tells me they don't want to grow their influence, it might be passively that they're just not willing to be a leader. Oftentimes, if they are in a place of leadership, but they're not willing to admit to that, they have no morality as far as I'm concerned, because they're not really tapped into the fact that it's normal to want to bring what you have and grow your influence. And they're in some way deceiving themselves, and that makes them dangerous. So I want to be the kind of person who brings the truth I live in perfectly and is willing to grow my influence. And I hope that for everybody, but especially the people that are uh, going through sight shift and then sharing that with others. Now, if I'm humble to bring the truth I live in perfectly and I want to develop my grit as I seek to grow my influence, that's going to take us to the third marker here for the good of society I serve. So I'm humble to bring the truth I live imperfectly, to grow my influence for the good of my family. Think of the company you work at. This is how it should be. I'm humbled to bring the truth I live in perfectly to grow my influence for the good of blank, Acme Brick Company, right? Whatever, from the Looney Tunes days. When you are the kind of person that says, I don't want to be in a place that I relate to others out of fear or indifference. I want to come to the table, so to speak. I want to bring who I am, and I want to for the good Of society for the good of what's happening, take this to the next step, the next level where we're headed. Listen, you'll never finish with these three character traits. If you keep going to the edge of the wilderness of who you are and seeking to grow, it's zeroing in on these three. May we be humble. May we develop our grit as we grow our influence. And may we, for the good of society, keep serving. These are the kind of leaders that I'm inspired to follow. I would like to talk a lot more about this, but I've got to go um, and look forward to hopefully, for some of you, sharing a lot more about this with you in the team meetings or the organizations that I get to speak at. Have an excellent day. Peace.